The views expressed in this podcast are not representative of T13 Media. This podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only and should not be used in lieu of professional advice or guidance. In this week's episode, I sit down with a good friend, Kiki, and we have a Kiki about hair, entrepreneurship, and just blessings. So take a seat. I hope you have your fork and your knife ready because lunch is served. Welcome back to another Lunch Lady Mantra podcast. I am super excited this week. I am sitting down with a good friend of mine, Kiara. We have been friends since, wow, since I think I moved to Buffalo and started going to 81 in like the third grade. Um, And yeah, so this week we're going to sit down and talk about just the idea of like hair and entrepreneurship and really just get a good chance to Kiki with Kiki and see what she's doing. What's up, Kiki? What's up, Jassy? How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to sit down with me. Um, And it's been a while since we've actually had the chance to really talk besides like, you know, Instagram, whatever. Yes, that is so true. It definitely has been a while and it's good to talk to an old friend. Oh, yeah. Same, same. So I just want to start off before we even dive into this episode. I just want to give acknowledgement where acknowledgement is due. Like my listeners know, I love to just give appreciation. Um, I appreciate all of the growth that you have had in your life. And I'm just loving how you are killing this hair game, girl. Like you are out here, you are cutting hair at one of the most meaningful barbershops to me, at least in Buffalo, just because that's where I grew up getting my hair cut. And as from my perspective, it looks like you work in a male dominated space. So I also want to give you props like black women over here killing it in spaces that, you know, people don't expect them to be. And then they get there and they're able to really own it. So I really appreciate that. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate that, you know, you actually get that from me. It's a big deal for me because you're my peer, you're my friend. And it's nice to see that you know, what I'm doing actually does influence people. And it is, it is definitely male dominated. That is true. And it's so funny how small this world is that you even grew up, you know, getting your hair cut there. And there's a lot of history at that shop, especially with me working there and meeting the clients. So many of them, they're like, oh, I've been going here since I was a baby. So that's how long that shop has been open. So it definitely has like, it's a landmark. That's what I can call it. And it's just beautiful that it it means a lot. But yes, I'm I'm definitely in the (laughs) male-dominated barbershop. But I really enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so like, let's like, what got you into hair? Like, I mean, I know that it's very popular for people to become hairstylists. Um, but. I, right off the rip, seen you, like, shaving heads, you know, in this amazing (laughs) barbershop. And that's, to be honest, that's not usually what you see uh, women pursuing when you hear them saying hair. Um, So what kind of, like, drew you to this particular field of hair? And how did you get into the barbershop, essentially, that you're into, you know? All right. This is a good story. So, essentially, I wanted to do hair first. At least that's what I thought. Growing up, I was always playing in hair, doing my hair, my sister's hair, my Barbie doll's hair. I just always loved doing hair. I was braiding since I was five, doing curls, all that fun stuff. So growing up, I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Sixth grade hit, and I was in the spelling bee, and I learned the word entrepreneur. 
I was like, ooh, that's what I want to be. So growing up, I didn't know I wanted to be a barber. I just knew I wanted to do hair. So the more I got into it, the more I was playing around, trying new and fun things, I was just like, this is what I want to do. I want my own beauty shop. That's what I would like. So the next thing you know, it's time to go to college. And my mom's just like, here, where are you going to go? What do you want to do? I'm like, mom, I want to do hair. She's like, no, go to school first and, you know, fall back on that. Go to school. You're smart, you know, get that done with. And I'm just like, but mom, I don't want to go there. (laughs) So then, you know, I get in the bus state and I'm just like, I hate this. Like, (laughs) I do not want to be here. (laughs) So I'm just like, I feel as though I'm just here to please everybody, like to please my parents, you know, get a college degree. And I'm just like, I don't really need to go to college to learn about business. So I'm like, I I can't do this. I don't want to do this. And then, of course, by the grace of God, something happened to my financial aid to where it was just like, pump your braces. So I was just like, no problem. I don't want to be here anyway. So then my mom was just like, well, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to go to hair school. So then she was just like, then you do that. So I did it. As soon as I got there, I absolutely hated it. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I hated it. It was torture. I thought I was going to go to hair school and literally do hair. I was like, I got to do book work? What? (laughs) I'm not going to touch hair until when? How many months? What? So I was just, I was all types of shaken up. And then it was just, my whole experience was just terrible, honestly. And don't get me wrong, they trained me well for state boards, but that's literally it. Everything else was just terrible. So I quickly realized I didn't want to do hair, but I got introduced to cutting in hair school. Once we got to that part, I was like, oh, I like this. Oh, I want to learn this. And then I just couldn't get it. I didn't know what a guideline was. I'm like, I don't understand this, but I really liked it. So hair school, they didn't, they didn't do a lot of men's cuts. They showed us how to do layers and, you know, pass our state board. All right, cool. I just knew I really liked it and said, forget everything else. I don't care about this. So I graduate beauty school. I go take my state board. But when I got out for a little bit, I was doing hair. So I was playing in weave. I was playing in color. I was making wigs. I was, like, really trying to be in the industry. And I'm just like, okay, let me try it out at least. And the more I was doing it, the more I was like, I don't like this. I do not like this. I just want to learn how to cut. So I tried, I cut my little sister hair. Um, that came out really great. And I'm just like, okay, I really want to do this. So then that's when I was just like, well, where can I go? I don't want to be an assistant because I'm not going to learn anything, you know, working under somebody, handing them their tools and, you know, just, I just wanted to be more hands-on. So then that's when I was doing my research and I was like, oh, I know Supercuts does training. So then that's when I called and asked like, well, how do I apply? They told me how to do it. I did it and I got a phone call. And so I got a phone call from two different places and the place I ended up going was was the first place I had my interview for. And everything else became history. I, I went there. They liked me. I liked them. Then they was like, okay, we want to hire you. So then that's when I had to go to training. And that's when I really got to understand 
you know, what a guideline was at the end of that. Cause I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. So I was like, okay, let me do this. Let me get my foot in the door. You know, let me learn. And when I tell you Supercuss was like the greatest place for me to start out and for me to learn the basics and to like really just blossom from there, that was great. So the thing was, I didn't know I still had to do hair. <laughs> That's where I got screwed up. I was, I thought I was just going to be cutting men's hair. They was like, how do you feel about blow dries? How do you feel about color? I'm like, oh, I'm good at that. You know, oh, that's no problem. You know, saying anything gets the dang job. Come to find out, I was doing a lot of that, but I was still doing a lot of cutting. So the more I was doing it, the more I was getting better, the more I was just like, okay, this is what I really want to do. And then that's when I really realized I really don't want to do hair. I don't want to style it particularly. I want to do more of the cutting. And then I was even saying, if I do styles, I would rather cut it so I can see the end result. So then... I wanted to go to barber in school and they were just like, well, why would you do that? And I was just like, so I can learn about the clippers. Like I want to learn more about men's cutting. And they were just like, you're going to be doing the same thing. And I'm just like, well, I want to go to barber in school. So then time went on. I'm still there. Still didn't go to barber in school yet, but I'm constantly talking about it. And then finally, years later, to be exact, like four years later, I was working there for four years. I was like, you know what? Forget this. I really want to barber. I want to cut hair. Uh, that's what I want to focus on. So then that's when I uh, applied and then um, filled out my financial aid, called around, got information. Like, you know, well, what do I need to do? How do I do this? How do I get into that? So I got that situated. And my dad was just like, oh, I know my boy, he, he, he runs the, um, he runs the barbershop, but I know that he's a teacher and he was talking about Sean. I didn't know who Sean was personally. I just knew of the name. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, dad, whatever, you know, everybody in Buffalo. So I ended up going to his school. He ends up being my instructor and I already knew how to cut by then because I was cutting for four years now. Right. So I'm already getting in my reps. I'm like, I'm cutting every style of hair, every type of hair. And I loved it. I just sincerely enjoyed cutting. I was like, yo, I don't care for this color stuff. I don't care for this blow drive. I don't care. Just let me cut all day. That's all I want to do. So I go to barber school and I absolutely loved it. <laughs> I was like, this is great. <laughs> It, yes, yes. Uh, it, I just it, it was where I wanted to be. It was where I needed to be. It was where I belonged. But I needed to start somewhere in order to get to where, you know, I was going. I needed that time to learn and master my craft. So that was why I, the, I went to barber school to get a barber's license because I already knew how to cut. I just needed a license to use the razor. And like I said, I wanted to be more educated about clippers and just really focus on cutting hair. And then that's when I learned more about business going to school. And I learned more about the grooming aspect. And it's more than just, you know, your clippers. And I just completely fell in love with it. I had a great experience there. And then the thing was, Sean seen my work. And Sean heard me speak because he asked us a question. Like when, like the first week of school, he asks us, like, where our mind is, where our heart is. Like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to be? Why are you here? 
and I, and everybody had their chance to tell their story. And he just like he could feel me. He just like felt what I was saying. And I was just like, I don't want to be where I'm at. I want to grow. I don't want to be stuck there. And I love to cut hair. He seen my work. He was like, yo, you're good. Like, I would hire you. And I'm just like, no. Wow. That's so really? awesome. Yeah. It was just like, I'm like, wow, okay, thanks. Like, I was really like, really? You think I like a barber? Like, you know, you have a whole shop and, like, you have a great reputation. And you over here telling little old me, like, I would hire you. And I'm just like, no. Like, really? Thanks. And so I'm not paying to get any money. At this point in time, I'm just miserable, Jossie. <laughs> Where I'm working at, I'm just like, I want more. I feel stuck. You know, I want to get, I want to be appreciated more. Like, I, I was, like, literally learning and knowing my worth of, like, the quality that I could produce, especially to my clients, because, like, I really cared, and I just felt very limited and stuck. And I'm just like, I just can't do this. I need to go. So then after a while, I'm just like, you know what? I might take him up on his offer. Wow. And then, you know, we talked about it. We legit talked about it. I told him, I'm like, listen, I'm going to be starting completely over. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. But I know I don't want to be there. And I'm trusting you to, you know, get me to where I need to go. And we had our talk and we agreed. And then I moved in. <laughs> I just completely quit. <laughs> and the, I've been there ever since. And I love it. I sincerely love it. But me getting into the barbershop, that was not my initial at all. I had no clue I was going to end up at the barbershop. I thought I wanted to do hair. And I got into it and realized that is not what I wanted to do. But I knew that I wanted to cut. I knew I didn't know how to cut. But I knew I needed to learn how to cut. Right, right. <laughs> um, I really like that story. And you said some amazing things that I kind of want to just, like, go back and highlight. Uh, first and foremost, I really love how you brought up the idea that, like, school was not for you. Because I think ever so often in the community and the economy that we find ourselves in, it's kind of, like, always insinuating that, like, you have to kind of get that degree and you have to get that education. But we're always lacking people who are trying to acquire skill sets, you know, general <laughs> skill sets that we never really think about or appreciate because without anyone going to school to learn how to cut our hair, we would all either have like patches in our head because we try to do it ourselves or we'd all be hairy people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, I, and I, I appreciate that because I really think that some people struggle with, and even I do sometimes, even struggle with the idea of like having to go on and get my master's because this piece of paper essentially will indicate to a certain group of people that I am worthy enough. Even though you get those skills, you get that, that sense of worthy from the field, from working, from hands-on work, from this kind of experience, you know? So I, I want to highlight to anyone who's listening to this that you really don't have to get to success through one exact path. And which kind of brings me into my next, like, thing that I want to highlight on what you said is you literally had no idea that you're going to end up at this barbershop, which is, like, awesome, you know? You started off with the idea that, like, you wanted to just do hair, whatever that meant for you. Then you got to it, realized you didn't want to do it, you know, but you kept on pursuing it and kept on trying to find exactly what door was going to open for you and which door made sense. And I think that's just like how the universe works. I think that's how God works. And it's really funny sometimes the way God 
God will just show you what you really were trying to manifest and like ask for. And it sometimes it does take four years, you know, sometimes it takes longer than that. And a lot of the good things that come into our life do not happen overnight and they shouldn't because, you know, things that are too good to seem too good to be true with the statement is uh, it means it's probably not good for you. So I think that that's awesome that it took you so long too to actually get to a space where you're like, no, this is not only what I want to do, but this is like legitimately what I love doing. Like I can go to work and love it. And I and I also like when you find something that you are not really great at, but you like it and you really want to learn how to get better at it. Cause that's what I've done in the past. Like with like modeling, when I first started modeling, I wasn't really good at it, but I liked it. I liked being able to just express myself that way. So I started learning and, you know, researching and with like juggling and podcasting, all the different things, you know, that I found myself maybe not so good at, but, um, they've all brought me to this space is where I am today. So I really like that story. And I mean, dude, congratulations. Sean is awesome. So guys, a little tidbit, like I know most of all these barbers personally, my dad is really good friends with these barbers. This bar, this barbershop that she works at again, has mad history in the city of Buffalo, especially for any young black kid growing up on the East side. Like <laughs> this is yes. where you got your haircut. Okay. Like you weren't <laughs> going anywhere else. This is exactly where you got your haircut. I lived on Delavan. So, you know, I wasn't going anywhere, girl. I was just going straight there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, my next question that I want to ask, and um, I'm just curious because you are a African-American woman slaying hair. What is the importance of, like, black hair to you and maybe, like, the maintenance of it or just in general? Because um, you're someone who's cutting hair shorter, and I think the stigma and the stereotype in society nowadays is to have, like, really long weave or this like these like super expensive wigs and stuff like what how do you view hair black hair to you black hair to me is literally an expression i feel as though you should be able to do whatever you want whatever you want to your hair without anybody judging you and i sincerely like even though my hair doesn't make me essentially it does it shows that it shows people that like I'm a risk taker and that, you know, I'm very bold and I really don't care about like the perception that people will have on me. Cause I'm going to do what makes me happy. And I feel as though a lot of people, that's, that's what I hear represents that we're going to do what makes us happy. If we want to, you know, dread it up, do what makes you happy. If you want to braid it, grow your hair out to get braids because you like that look and you want, you know, you just want your hair to grow out. I feel as though our hair, it's special. It's unique. It's different. And we, it's a form of art. Our hair is definitely a form of art and that we should be able to express ourselves freely through it any way we want to wear it. If we want to cut it bald, if we want to, you know, grow it out to the ground, if we want to, you know, if we want to change it to 50,000 different colors, because at the end of the day, you know, I, like I said, our hair is really just like, a, it's an expression. <laughs> Be creative. Have fun with it. It's literally art. I, do, I feel as though people take it, like, too serious, like, as in other people looking at it. I feel as though the individual especially us, because a lot of people I meet, like a lot of my clients, like I said, they do it to make themselves happy. They don't do it to please other people. And 
I'm like, I, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I ain't doing it to make you happy. I'm doing it to make me happy. And that's why I love being a part of that, being the one doing that for them to, you know, to change their perceptive about them and to make them feel good. All right. And it's just a form of art to me. That's how I sincerely feel about our hair. And like the main thing about it is to, you know, keep it moisturized. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my gosh, that's great. Uh, yes. Keep it moisturized. That's what I was going to ask next. That was my following. So um, when I had, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram or paid attention, but like right before I moved to San Francisco, during the summer, I cut my hair, but I had like really long, like this like, I don't know, man bun, I guess, because I was really popular like mm-hmm. years ago. Everyone had a man bun and I had a really long man bun um, and I used like Cantu moisturizer every day and all these other different types of products in my head, like every day. And I remember mm-hmm. people saying like, um, wow, it looks like you put chemicals in your hair or like, what do, what did you use to perm your hair? And I'm like, I'm, I didn't use anything. Like I just, I genuinely keep my hair moisturized. Like I take care of it every day, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to ask you like, what are some tips that people can use to keep their hair moisturized? Maybe you have something that like, you know, that you use or just some, some tips that, you know, people could just probably do that aren't too hard, like every day to help keep their hair healthy. Okay. For one, me and my hair, we are a different story because one day I'll have it and the next day I'll be over it and it got to go and I will completely shave it off. <laughs> but okay. in general, what I, what I tell all my clients is, you know, definitely keep liquids. You know, water definitely does help. I'm not going to lie because I'm, I'm bad at water intake. But I noticed that when I'm good on it, skin glowing, hair growing, hair shiny, everything. So I definitely, of course, recommend drink your water, people. Drink your water. Yes, stay hydrated, and folks. Yes, stay hydrated. Stay, yes, stay hydrated. And then just know that it's trial and error trying to figure out what works best for your hair? Just because somebody recommends something doesn't mean it's going to work for you. You have to literally take the dedication and time to really understand your hair and figure out what it needs. Yes, you go you go to a professional to get certain answers. Like they can di- not diagnose, but they can help you out like with telling you like, oh, well, your hair is dry or, you know, you have, you're having scalp issues and things of that sort to help you out with that and recommend things and see how it works. But like I said, it's trial and error. And that's why they recommend to see how it works. So I definitely say seek a professional and see what they say if you're having problems, but don't, you have to nurture your hair. That's the secret. You have to show it love. When you show it love, just like anything in life, if you spread love, you'll get it back. Show your hair love, it will, it will respond to you. It will definitely respond to you in a good way. So I'll say give your hair some water and some TLC and to not give up on it. Because I can't really say like, oh, this line is great. Oh, this line is great. This line might work for me, but it might not work for you. So you just, honestly, you have to dedicate your time to your hair. But the the key thing is to keep it moisturized. That's the that's the greatest thing you can do to your hair. Massage your scalp so that you can keep the blood circulating. That helps promote hair growth. You know, you just you know, like I said, TLC. Show it some love. 
Yes, yes, I love that. Yeah, exactly. TLC, man. I really like that little part that you said, just like everything else in your life, you have to give it love. Like, I I think of it like plants, you know, you plant a seed, mm-hmm. it's just not going to grow without you, like, giving it some, like, nutrients, some water, some sunshine, um, and the more you take care of it, the fuller your plant will be. So I like to relate things like that to, like, plants and stuff like that. Yeah, well, that was cool. Okay, so, guys, more of that story is, like, keep it moisturized, okay? Keep it moisturized. Um, all right. And oh, my, oh. My last... I'm sorry. I wanted to add something to that. Yes. Um, about the, the keeping it uh, moisturized. Wash y'all hair. Let me, let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. Because people will go forever without washing their hair. You're clogging your pores. Your pores need to breathe. They need to be cleansed. Please clean your scalp. Because I know it's this whole thing about, you know, sulfate-free and this and that. At the end of the day, you need to break up that buildup. Once in a while does not hurt. Because... <laughs> A lot of people don't know, you know, they do go a long time without washing their hair. And like I said, the more you, the more you're like blocking the air, it's not going to benefit you. And that's when it starts to break. That's when it gets dry. And, you know, wash your hair, please. And definitely condition because conditioner is meant to wash out. So the conditioner, it helps balance back the pH in your hair. And it does definitely make your hair more manageable and soft. And I know that people have different hair types and textures and densities. And like I said, find a product that works for you. But I definitely recommend shampooing and conditioning your hair, please. Yes. Okay. Wash your hair. Wash that scalp, girls. Okay. <laughs> Ladies, you know what I'm saying? Men too. I know. I, yes. I'm like, I take forever sometimes to wash my hair, especially because I'm like, I'm just going to get it cut anyways, you know? But no, I, f- I feel that. And that could be part of the TLC session. You know what I'm saying? Take the time mm-hmm. to massage that good old conditioner and that good old shampoo into your head that night. Okay. Take the time. All right, yeah. Okay, that was a good tip. I, I appreciate that. Now you make me feel like I got to go wash my hair tonight. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do that. Me too, Jossie. Me okay, too. Okay, well, we'll go, our scalp's going to be breathing tomorrow morning, honey. All right? <laughs> yes. Um. Okay, so my last thing is um, just because I know I'm not too uh, sure on exactly how it works, but um, I know that, like, this position, you are considered an entrepreneur. You've like kind of succeeded yourself in this position where you are getting your own clients and making your own money. How does the payment process? I've I'm personally I've always been curious of like how one works inside a facility like a barbershop. Do you pay for your chair? Do you pay? Do you get a paycheck? Do you have to like submit the money that you make? You know. So what? Um, how does that work? You know, what is the kind of function of like a barber or a hairstylist inside of a salon or a shop? It all depends on the system you work in, honestly. Okay. I work in a rent-based system. Okay. So I rent my chair. I work my station. I rent my, my area. And literally, I am my own boss. Okay. I am my own boss. Where I started out, I was getting paid hourly at where I was at, at Supercut. I was getting paid hourly. And we were a part of a corporation. So the thing was, we got paid hourly, and then we got commission off of product. We would get certain holiday pay. Like, you know, you think a holiday is a holiday? Nah, it wasn't according. <laughs> certain holidays count, certain holidays didn't. So that's how that pay was set up where I used to work. Then there's also commission. 
I have never worked in that base system yet, but that's another base system. And then what I work in, like I said, is booth rent. So basically we're charging the prices at the, at the shop for haircuts, um, facials, beers, kids cuts, all of that. We're charging the prices that are set up, but then I can also make my own prices because I am my own individual. So I literally just, the way I just set up, I pay him every week. That's what I, that's what happens with that. Our, that's our system. That's his, that's how his shop is ran. Um, so we pay him booth rent. But like I said, you can go to another shop who's paying booth rent and they probably want their money every like first of the month. You know, it all depends on how it's set up and all depends on where you're working. But specifically for me, I pay rent. And I am my own business. I run my chair. I have my own clientele. Yes, we do take walk-ins and I take appointments too. So my clients can set up appointments with me so I can block out that time. But people, you know, they can come in and be like, I need a haircut and just wait for a barber to be open. I enjoy it. I First of all, I'm learning that I can sustain myself. Yes, <laughs> yes being an entrepreneur. Yes. yes. And when I tell y'all this is hard. I know you know Jossie. Yeah, you know, just getting like literally starting from nothing and turning it into something, and then like just trying to grow it and keep it going. Yeah. Every single day is a new battle. You just gotta stay positive, and you know you gotta work your tail off. You gotta, you got to make it grow. Yeah. And I'm learning that, and I'm still learning that because. I suck at Instagram. I'm telling y'all right now. I suck at Instagram because I was never big on social media to begin with. And that goes to show y'all, like, the key thing about, like, anything to be successful in life, you have to do things you do not like to do, you don't want to do, in order to get to where you need to go. Just like I hated hair school. I had to get through it and get my license to get to where I'm at now. I, I had to go back to school, you know, get more student loans, get my butt more in debt. Like, <laughs> you know, I had to go back to school to get to where I needed to go and where I wanted to be. I knew I needed this to get here. And social media is one of my biggest struggles because quite honestly, I, I suck at uploading. I suck at, you know, being consistent with that. Yeah. And that's another thing. You have to be consistent in anything you do. Preach. Just because it's not working out now doesn't mean it's not going to work out. Just like you said earlier, you know, it, it's not going to come overnight. You have to keep working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though I might, my schedule, for instance, I don't be booked up all the time. We have good weeks. We have bad weeks. Right now we're having great weather. Guess what? People not spending their money right now. But yeah, they kids is in summer camp. You know, they they taking vacations. They get to they get to spend time with their families right now. So right now, ain't nothing really going on. So that's where I have to manage my time properly and figure out, okay, well, how do I bring in more clientele? How am I going to try to get in more people so that I can make sure I can afford my booth rent and I can afford my bills. I have to constantly keep working. <laughs> you know, I, I got to keep working on the business. It's, it's definitely hard. And I'm still learning. Yeah, I've been doing hair for some, for some time, 
but I was not my own boss. I was just showing up to work to get paid and yes, to do hair. But now that the only way I'm going to get paid is if people are in my chair, whew, that's a whole nother task. So I'm definitely, it is, it's definitely a whole different ball game, but, um, no, definitely. Um, social media is very hard for me. <laughs> it's funny yeah. that you mentioned that. I, I completely understand. Um, and before I moved to San Francisco, I was on social media, but I wasn't like, I wasn't an influencer. I wasn't like trying to use it for, you know, marketing myself or business or whatever. But um, I have learned, <laughs> you know, through the ups and down battles of trying to progress in podcasting and modeling and just content creating that uh, consistency is exactly what is going to get you there. Whether, mm-hmm. you know, and ever so often too, I find myself like having this battle with like trying to just post like good pictures and good quality because you do want like good quality, even if you're like a business and you want to post about like your hair or whatever, like you mm-hmm. want like, your post and what you're saying and everything to have content and like good quality. But it's also bad though, if that takes you like five days to get something good, just post a selfie, right? Which is why I'm like always on like my Instagram stories. Cause I'm like, if I don't have anything to post, at least like my name is popping up in someone's eyes. Like someone sees my name at least <laughs> once a day, you know? So that is able to like boost my presence. And that's how like people should boost their presence on social media if they're looking to like expand their business and stuff but girl don't feel bad because like as much (laughs) as I am on social media I like always yell at myself I'm like dude like you're so addicted to your screen you're in and like my Instagram isn't as great as I would like it to be but I've only been in it for a year I mean you've been in it for a little while too actually in your Mm -hmm. position as a barber as your own business so just look at us like let's check back in five years from now okay and see like where we're at then with our business and who knows you may have your own shop by then you know like I think this whole conversation that we just just have is very beautiful um and it was really really enlightening and inspiring to be able to hear kind of like your journey on how you got to where you are today and um it feels good and to hear that someone who was like rejecting you know this education and saying like no I know what I want to do and it's not here and (laughs) it's really funny how you also mentioned that like you know when the financial aid issue happened that was kind of like your grace from God giving you the chance (laughs) to go in the direction that you needed so I really appreciate you highlighting all that thank you for like sitting down with me you know Kara and like showing sharing like this really awesome story I hope if you guys gained any from anything from what she said today is wash your hair okay It's wash your hair. So I hope that you guys got that point because period, that's all you need right now, okay, is to wash your hair. And I think um, we both have mentioned it is just really take the chance to stay consistent to what you want to do. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something. Just make sure that you know that it's something that you want to do and keep on working at it. Keep on. I like to say this all the time, man, but like sometimes you're just been knocking on doors and your hand gets tired. Well, sis, that doesn't mean you should stop. You switch the other hand and keep on knocking on doors, okay? Because you're going to find one that's going to open and that's going to be right for you. So just keep on trying to find it, you know? But again, thank you so much for sitting down with me this week. I really, really, really was looking forward to this. And again, it was great to hear kind of how you ended up in such a historic barbershop, something that means a lot to me. Um, So yeah, so thank you so much. Um, Is there anything you would like to say before we say, oh, also, wait, I'm sorry, before we go, plug your social media for my crew so um, people listening can follow you on social media. Okay. Well, my social media on Instagram is I am A-M. Kiki, K-I-K-I, Brown, B-R-O-W-N. 
um, that's really the only social media I'm running right now. <laughs> My that's Instagram. Fine. One is better than none, sis, especially if you're going to build a business, girl. One is better than none. And that means you can focus all your attention on that. Right, exactly. So, yes, that is my Instagram handle. And what I would like to say is, you know, defy the odds. Do what makes you happy. Do what you want to do, even if it is, like, male-dominated, especially me. It is rare to see women in the barbershop cutting hair. And it's actually pretty funny because, like, we're growing. We're definitely growing. It's so many of us out here in the industry who have actually been in the industry, but we're not recognized or known. And like people are really starting to catch on to it. And like, even to this day, I have people come in the shop, like the men, they're just like, Oh, I never had a woman cut my hair before. And these men are grown, grown men. And they're like, I've never had a woman cut my hair. And I'm just like, this is so Strange to me because I think it's normal, you know. <laughs> right, right. So but it, it, it is normal. It's something that it, should be normalized. If not, it, it, it really, no, really, and because you know how like the beauty shop is for quote unquote the women and the barber shop is for the men. You know how that whole yeah. stigma and it's just it's just really funny. And honestly, it was hard for me at first. It was definitely hard for me because a lot of people didn't want to sit in my chair. A lot of people act stank towards me and would like be like, no, I'm good. And I'm just like, but I know how to cut, you know? Right. So definitely don't let nobody discourage y'all. Don't. Your family, your friends, your peers, your coworkers, don't let nobody tell you you cannot do something. Especially when you got that faith and that drive, that determination, you can accomplish anything. So literally, guys, Defy the odds. Just definitely get out there and do it. Show them that you're a badass. Do it. Okay, that's what I just, all right, Shada LaBeouf. She said, just do it. Okay, <laughs> well, on that note, you guys, I really hope you enjoyed our lunch this week. That was our little Kiki with Kiki on hair. <laughs> okay, I like that. I really like that little Kiki with Kiki. Okay, so... <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that. Excuse me. I hope you guys are full. And be sure to check me out next week. You already know where to follow me on social media. That's at Wander Jossie, W-A-N-D-E-R-G-Y-A-S-I. You can follow me there on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Mingle, Christian, Bingle, Scruff, whatever. Okay. I'm everywhere with that um, hashtag uh, username. And you'll be able to search that username and find all my other accounts that I'm linked to. Like your Lunch Lady Mantra podcast, which is what you're listening to right now now um also be sure to check out our website at t13media.com backslash shop because my merch has dropped you guys so please 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 go get yourself a lunch lady mantra tea because you know you really want one you want to be sporting all summer long okay and you don't want to be caught slipping without your t-shirt so definitely make sure you do that and yeah so that was our lunch this week i hope you guys enjoyed it we will catch you next week bye bye